Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. The players, the baseball, they met again. They chatted. We'll discuss it. Welcome to Talking Baseball, brought to you by SeatGeek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. Coming to you from California is Trevor Plouffe. And behind the dish is producer BBD. And right off the rip, I think we did it last week, but yes, presented by SeatGeek. New presenting sponsor for the company. Very excited about it. SeatGeek, um, I, they like uh, sneaky... We're a huge part of our like 2019 trip, yeah. just to let you know. We didn't have an affiliated code set up, uh, but people that were watching the breakdowns just were trying John Boy at SeatGeek. It, I, I, it didn't exist, um, but we were getting money from it because they were, it, then it did exist. But I didn't do it. It was just because the people were doing it so much. SeatGeek was like, all right, cool. So that was wild, but now fully on board. SeatGeek super easy to use, and you can get $20 off your tickets at SeatGeek if you use code TALKIN. $20 off your first purchase with promo code TALKIN. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. If you're super dumb like me, it's great because it's uh, they put good deals in green and bad deals in red. So it's very much like you know a stop and a go situation. Like, stop. Don't buy that. There's better deals. Green, good. Red, not good. Yeah. Red stop. So, SeatGeek. Use code TALKING for $20 off your first order. SeatGeek. Okay. Now I will throw it to Trevor, who's celebrating his best friend going to the Super Bowl. I feel like I'm part of it a little bit. I don't know. Even though I'm absolutely not at all. Mm Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of conflicted, but I'm very excited. What a game again. The, the NFL playoffs have just been incredible. Like they're showing up right now, even with like a weird Super Bowl. I think Rams Bengals is kind of strange, but you got the quarterbacks. You know, that's good. Uh, yeah, but congrats to the Rams. Took care of business last night. Um, I had, I told Jake, I had a big night, but an early night. I didn't go out afterwards after traveling back and forth like cross country a couple times last week i'm a homebody right now i need to just chill so we watched the game uh in the neighborhood and i just celebrated quietly and went to bed man here i am ready to talk some ball we have some news not really news going on in baseball it's jam-packed we got a lot of news jake i asked you this question you never answered me Mm -hmm. One, how are you? And two, why do you look like that today? I don't, I don't get it. It's Trev comes with his futuristic glasses and his bandwagon Rams hat. Started the season as a Seahawks guy. Uh, Trev, Jom, King BBD, everyone in chat. Hope you had a nice weekend. Like Trev, good, good for the football. Good. Have your fun now. Because guess what? They only got one more game, baby. And then it's... Baseball! Wow, BBD on the soundboard there. Baseball! Oh, oh my God. So, 
excited for that. I, I know uh, we have actual CBA updates, which I'm pretty excited for, being the number one CBA labor pod in the world. We're continuing to make really slow, like handshaking, friendly progress, so I like that. And Trev, I mean, I'm I'm sorry you're a little jealous of this, you know, kind of preppy goatee combo, but it's uh, I mean, this is what it this is what it do, baby. This is, is that the, better for you? You look okay. I think if we had to rank everyone's look, it'd be BBD one, me and John Boy tied for one, and you last. Mm. Okay. I think. 1A tied 1B. Jimmy I, has the whole, like, uh, what's the guy from Apple again? Not alive anymore. Steve Jobs? <laughs> yeah, man. He got the whole Steve Jobs things going with the decision fatigue sweatshirt. Yeah, I did. Uh, does Jobs do that? Zuckerberg did that, and so did uh, so does someone else. Um, you guys are all the same kind of, kind of person. Um, I ate an apple for breakfast, so it was interesting that you said that. Steve Jobs only ate fruit, smelled terrible. His employees didn't like being in the same room as him. So maybe we are similar. Maybe I'm, yeah, I was going to say. Maybe we've all got a little Steve job. In okay, let's get out of here. You want to abandon that conversation and no. move to a different one? Because we do have updates from the meeting, which is what people want to hear about. So I'm going to start it. Are you ready? Yes. They met twice last week. Huge. MLBPA took 10 days. They responded. They put together, this is what we want. MLB, I guess, moved quick and swiftly because the ball's already back in MLBPA's hands? Like, it happened so quick. Yeah. So, uh, you know. It's in the city, too. Like, should we swing through? That's what I'm saying. You guys need to swing through. And by the way, is there really a meeting today? Mm. I don't know. but that's, Because I like that MLB responded so fast. There's, uh, there's reports there was going to be another meeting today. And then I see Chris Dahl, who's the head of the Players Association Communications, whatever that is. And he said that's 100% inaccurate. Mm. So where are we? Chris, Chris Dahl, Dahl, you guys are familiar with him. He's he's yelled at us before, just like everybody yells at us all the time now. But he said it's 100% inaccurate. So what? I don't. Chris Dahl yelled at us? Well, oh, he, he yelled at me. Us? Okay. He yelled at me on behalf of us. Why? Because what I said? Yes. Yeah, but it's all right. We straightened things out. I basically yelled right back at him, so we're good. Tell them that I think they should not take 10 days. And that's my only critique right now. Okay. Sorry, Crystal. Not sorry. Um. All right, so there's some tangible stuff we got. Uh, if anyone wants to know my meter of optimism, pessimism, it's pessimism. We're just mm. really close. Dang it. Yeah. I think I'm doing Monday's pessimistic, Wednesday's out. Not by design. It's just naturally how I like. I think it was feeling. flipped last week. It was flipped last it week? It was yeah. flipped last yeah. week. All right. Damn. Well, they're still not talking about the stuff that's the biggest things to talk about. And what they're doing is bad. And MLBPA and MLB both agreed to something here that's just dumb. Uh, 
They agreed to accept parameters of pre-R bonus pool so the top 30 players eligible or, or not or eligible for arbitration um, determined by war. So it's been super two, which means, you know, if you're 2%, the super two is super confusing. But there was a system basically that you advanced out of your service time to like the next year. So you would reach free agency quicker. If you were in like the top 2% of the two arb eligibility or whatever the hell it was. Right. Well, it didn't get you to free agency quicker. It just got you paid for that year. So it's like the top 15% of service time guys with under three years, they'd enter essentially a fourth year and a year early in arbitration. Yeah. So you wouldn't get to free agency faster. You would just get, into the arbitration system faster and you do four years. I, I was a super two guy. That's good. Hell yeah. That's What's awesome. I mean, it's, not, it's like, it's like not that Sad, it's like dude. good or bad. Really? I don't, it's you good. Know. Super good, two. Fuck. Who was your super two buddy when you were super two? That's actually a great name for it. Like it does sound like I did something like awesome. Like I was a super two, but really top it's, 2% of the eligible players. No, it's no. like top 15. Not, Whatever it is. <laughs> well, anyway, they want to, and dude, I would, t- we've talked to some players who were like against this. So I'm shocked that they're agreeing on it now, but they're going to use war. Mm. What war? Fan graphs, baseball reference, war can be good, but like to determine salary. I love what the guy, um, the guy, it's a word way. He has a name. The guy, Sean Foreman, who invented baseball reference. Just followed him on Twitter. Did a whole thread on this, on why this is so stupid and scary. And he's like, uh, I mean, l- l- did you see this yet, Trev? Did you see everything he said about it? I'll read it, mm-hmm. then, I'll, then I'll throw it to you, you guys for thoughts, just to give everyone complete uh, in the loop of what's happening. So the Sean Foreman, who invented baseball reference, who they have a war. Fangrass also has a war. He said, there are a couple reasons why I don't like this idea. Occasionally, mistakes are uncovered and we recalculate war. So it's like, you know, you could be earning millions or getting losing millions based on a mistake Two new rules like extra innings, base runner, no NLDH force us to reformulate things. Three, our data provider like BIS um, recalculates historical DRS with better values. If you've listened to me and Jake talk about defensive analytics for the last two years, they change every year. Every and then and then you backtrack how good a guy was three years ago based on the new formula they invented. Like how good was Didi Gregorius in 2018? Don't know. I'll find out in 2027 when they update it again, based on the analytics. It's just not like you know defensive analytics are just not a good thing you can actually stand by. The park factors change due to more info for Y plus one, or we decide to change how positional adjustments are calculated to handle modern usage. Something unexpected happens, like no starting pitcher ever goes five innings again, and we adjust factors. Because of the above, I'm not really interested in our war, and I doubt the other sites are either, being used to assign millions of dollars, millions of dollar salaries to players, whatever. Um, are the sites getting paid for this? This is a good right. question he has. Maybe MLB is all in on Fangraph's war, and if so, best of luck. And the thought was that they would they would do this and then just buy fan graphs and then just like have the ability to make sure it's what the same thing they did with Rawlings. Um, but yeah, it's it's super scary because 
also war for a pitcher doesn't it's not it's not real you know if you're um Lance Lynn who has a, and you got a really good defense behind you so you just pitch to contact your war is going to be worse there's a lot of issues with it pitchers dhs and we just saw david ortiz get put in the hall of fame if you look at his war it's not up to standard really but it's because he's a dh so you know those guys get beat down you know but if the pa is wanting this and it looks like they're seeking 105 million dollars in like the bonus pool maybe they did calculations and like if we do this we can get more money to these guys and maybe uh if you I don't know. Cause is it going to be used as a benchmark for arbitration? Like whatever salary they, these guys earn or the bonuses they earn, is that going to be you know, their, their floor for arbitration? Cause that's kind of what you do. Like you go off what your previous year was. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we need to figure out about this, but yeah, I mean, the two sides agreed to parameters, but look at these parameters, dude, 105 million MLB PA seeking and MLB is like, I got 10 for you. Yeah, it could be less than ten percent. I don't even under, for. I don't even understand how that is considered agreed upon. Hey, uh, we're only ninety. Well, they they only, agreed upon the the concept, the concept, not the amount of yeah. money. So they're only ninety five million dollars off. So <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not a problem. More info um, here. The union proposed using an average of B war and F war. Yeah. So Erica, who helped us with our research and is now in the chat, uh, would be. They suggested average of B war F war MLB countered with F war because they're obviously. And on that, um, and then Marshall McAllister said J War in the chat, which I agree with, and we're working on f- feverish, feverishly. Fever- yeah, that's a good word. Fero- ferociously, with f- we're ferocious, and we have a fever, and we're working on J War, and we're gonna run it down and feathers to where they're talking about I'd like this. feathers to get involved. Yeah, man. I mean, it's war is a moving target. I mean, that's our our guy Sean Foreman, my most recent Twitter follow. Uh, that's his main takeaway. This is a moving target every year. It's evolving. And if they're one step behind or if they miss something that you could take money out of a guy's pocket, I I wouldn't want to live with that. And that's kind of what Sean Foreman said. So I don't know. I, I mean, it's, it's tough to find the answer because when, you know, we're talking arbitration, which, you know, it'd be kind of hilarious if someone said, hey, maybe is arbitration one of the worst things we do in sports in general? Have a team tell their player how bad they are. Um, it would be cool if we could reset that. Doesn't seem like that's happening. And, yeah, I, I don't know where your solution lies. I mean, do you just do fully open cases? I, I mean, then you'd need what? Arbiters that are super well-versed in baseball, Trevor Plouffe, the arbiter. So if someone comes in and says, you know, I've played seven positions and, you know, these metrics are good for me and I I did hit 22 doubles and then the team comes back and says, well, you know, your, your OPS with runners in scoring position was only 6, 696. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know where you land, but, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, how – I feel like every year there's a list that comes out that's players' wars that didn't feel right or whose war is off. And then the next offseason you see like, oh, you know, we just updated our our defensive war metrics. It had Matt Chapman rate out poorly. Now he rates out one of the best in the league. So what are we going to do then? Does Matt Chapman get repaid now that they updated the numbers and he looks better? Don't think they factored that in yet. Um, But besides this 95 mil handshake, Done. 
Yeah, I don't, so that's why I don't even understand, like, what, is, what we agreed on the parameters of this. What? I hope not. But what does that even mean? I think they agreed to table the discussion. Maybe they're like, let's just chum the water with this agreement. For Just give it to the, the fans out there for a little bit of optimism and hope. But really, because now that we're really digging into this, it seems kind of ridiculous. And we, you know, I'd asked guys about it or been, it got brought up to our attention before this was like public that this was something they wanted to do. And it was told how dumb it was. I mean, hey, we've agreed on the parameters of a pre-arbitration bonus pool for top 30 players. So that, so is that is that the the top thirty players should get a bonus is instead of like it being a, a roving percent is that the actual tangible difference here they just don't know how much money or what's going to calculate it yes so there sure is sounds there like is it. something tangible it's basically it's basically like saying hey I'd like to take this job um, could you guys offer me a uh, hundred and five grand per year and they say we'd love you to take the job. But instead of a hundred and five grand, we'd like to offer you ten grand, and that'd be a tough handshake for me. I know I showed the handshaking before; I'd be a little <laughs> hesitant of that. But they—the only—they've agreed. Good players should get paid a little bit more. I mean, that's an obvious. Like, obviously, the owners are into that. Like, sure, if you're good, we'll pay you. But if you're, we don't want any. Uh, <laughs> if you suck, we'll just pay nothing. But o- the that's only way nuts. this makes sense. I, in my opinion, for the the PA is if we really get started on this minimum salary raise, and right now it kind of brings us like to our next point. They wanted they offered to raise the salary to six hundred and fifty uh, minimum salary, excuse me, to six hundred fifteen k, and the MLBPA is asking for seven seventy five. If we're getting guys paid, you know, rookies, pre arb guys paid a little bit more, then I could say, all right. Let's take those 30 guys. Let's do the bonus pool. How we get there and what number it's going to be, obviously, that still needs to be ironed out. But then it start, the, the bigger picture starts to make sense. I think that's kind of where we're, we're going here with some of the things that we've agreed upon is that all together it makes sense. Uh, and we just got to find those, those, those numbers. Mm. But 615 ain't going to cut it. Yeah, and a, re- a really good note uh, by Erica in our notes here is the league offer – the six hundred the six hundred fifteen K. If you had just prorated the twenty sixteen uh through twenty twenty one CBA, then this would be a step backwards. It would be six hundred fifty K if they just kept rolling at, at the they rate of inflation. inflation yeah. But instead, uh they've gone back. So yeah, MLB offers to raise the minimum. That's a good MLB he- headline. But in the scope of things, it, it feels like a step backwards. This will get done. I, th- I think this is an easy give from MLB. I think they know, like, if you just look at the numbers, like you just said, they know that, you know, they've been behind on that. It's the lowest minimum salary event in the four major league sports, and, mo- and more people make it in this sport than any other sport. So it's, you know, I think this is a no-brainer, and this will get done. It will get raised to – very close to what the PA wants. Um, and it, it should. I mean, it's it's time. Yeah. It, the fight here is... What I think of the biggest fight... Everyone's saying is that the CBA or the, MO, the union is trying to make up for 
the lost ground that they signed last contract. And MLB is trying to still have that punish them on this contract. Like, just because we got the better of you last time doesn't mean we need to right that wrong this time. We'll just, you'll just, we'll just get better now. But the MLBPA wants them to not only correct where they were, what what got went wrong last time, but then also double it. So that they're trying to, the union is trying to advance two CBAs basically because the last one was what they did a poor job or, you know, the owners manipulated it after the fact and, and the MLB is like, no, 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 we're just going to go up one step. So you're still always going to be one CBA behind. That's why they're offering, because they're basing their calculation not on inflation, but just on improving from the last one in 2016 or whenever it was. I mean, so like, it seems like until one side just says, okay, fine. I mean, it's if never they, gonna happen. if they want to pay... And we keep going back to money because obviously that's kind of what this is all about. If they want to pay people their fair market value, they need to take like 15 steps forward. So like they have it so good now, you'd expect MLB to give a little bit more understanding that, you know, what they have and how valuable it is. Um, I think eventually they will. I, I, all of this will get figured out. I believe that MLB knows that, but they're using the time against the players right now. Everyone wants to get to spring training. We got a bunch of free agents that haven't signed. A bunch of guys want to get their housing. They don't know when to, you know, call the realtor and say, hey, let me get my house for spring training. And then for the season, all these decisions have to be made. MLB knows that. And when you force, you know, the time issue against the PA, it really works in their favor. And I think they're trying to exploit that, especially with the free agents. I think that's a big thing here. You know, guys are waiting. They have no idea where they're going to play. Pitchers and catchers are supposed to report in what? Less than three weeks? Like 16, 17 days from now? We don't even have yeah. anywhere close to an agreement. I've, I, so I don't, it's interesting. The minimum salary for me, I mean, that, that feels like a piece that the owners play at the end because that's just a touch point for literally every player. Like, Trev, as you just mentioned, that top 30 thing, you know that's that's kind of rare air. That's that's going to be guys that are really good, r- really early on in their career. You're not hitting majority of the pot here. When ML when MLB comes back and finally counters, whether it's two iterations from now or three, and they come back and they say, "Hey guys, we're raising the minimum salary for every player that enters the league." I think that's a chip that the owners play when this thing is getting close that they try to close it and get the extra votes they need from the player side because that's you just hit everyone with one swing. Yeah. Yeah, they never they even talked about, you know, uh, service time. So how could we be close, you know? Like you said, Trev, it doesn't even seem like they're close at all. But I don't think they're going to move on service time. It sounds like they've said, no, like the free agency is going to stay the same. And I don't know if, if the players have anything to give to get out, like get them off that. That stinks. So, do you think there's going to be? Do you think there's going to be big changes here? Do you think there's a way that everything that MLB that the players and the public has been asking for forever is there's going to be any changes? I'm not sure. And to be honest with you, you know. I feel like I was more privy to information 
back in the COVID negotiations. Everyone's playing it pretty tight to the vest right now. Yeah, and that's exactly what you wanted. And I, you know, I'm, I'm talking to players and, you know, we're, we're talking about things, but uh, the information that has been, that was readily available to like almost everyone in 2020 is not the same. Like they're really trying to keep this in house. And we, I mean, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, I think that makes for, makes the sport look a lot better. Uh, even though, I mean, how, <laughs> how bad can you look right now? Um, they're not even looking. It's just like that's like it's just underground. No one, cares. but and who cares? Wait till after the Super Bowl announcement. Yeah, let's let let football play it out. I mean, the, the shitty thing is if you do that and we're waiting, it's just the guys that have to get ready. I know it seems like um, whining about something, but it really is hard to set your whole life up without knowing where you're going to go. It's a it's Every it's day. really shitty. If they don't change the service time and the arbitration, and it's still six years of control after you debut or whatever what where are the wins then well that's that's kind of the thing and that's where if that's where the owners are and they kind of like what we're saying the six years of service time control is kind of like the nuke they hold that and like like trevor was saying you are getting immense values for players in those first six years that's kind of if that's their stranglehold, they're just not letting go on that. Then we're looking at you know increasing the competitive balance, um, which again has been used as a luxury cap instead of a tax, more or less. Um, you know some of the tanking stuff we've talked about, the player minimum salary, obviously DH and stuff coming into play. But yeah, I mean it would just be checking kind of all those other boxes, which, yes, there's a the negative light there of, you know, that's kind of the one thing the players would love to change. But if that's not even on the table and they can chip away at everything else, I'm not saying you pocket that as your win, but maybe as a baseball fan that can be the win where you say, well, that's where shit gets really complicated. If we've got to change service time in those you know, first three years and those next three years, that's where, and maybe this is where, like you said, time, Trev, this is where the the owners might have won the war there. If we're not changing that system, there isn't a ton on the table to be changed, and I think the players can go and try to get all of those smaller wins and minimum salary, raising the fake salary cap. But I guess expanded playoffs. Have we heard anything about that in a little bit? Because that's the owner's big win. So I don't well, know. That's that's the player's chip. I, yeah. I, I agree with you. I think that w- what we're going to mm. see out of this eventually. And again, like this is not me speaking on behalf of the PA. But in my mind, you know, going, you know, th- seeing these situations, having been part of it in 2016, I feel like the competitive balance tax has to be raised to you know something. I mean, honestly, much higher than it is. Like we, we are seeing teams use it as a soft cap. Uh, it, it just needs to be raised. I think that's that would be a big win for the players, even though like it should have already happened uh, because it was overlooked really in 2016. They need to do that. And then, yeah, taking care of guys earlier in their careers as more and more guys are pre-arb dudes on these rosters. Like you got to, if you grind your way to the top of your profession, you got to be compensated better. And I think we'll get that. I think owners are going to do that. But the six years, the the control that they have, that I don't think that's going anywhere. I just don't think there's enough chips for enough 
the players don't have enough chips to to change that right now. And maybe it changes uh, next CBA, but I don't know, man. Unless unless they unless they got something that I don't know about, but here's something, playoffs is really it. Here's something you don't know about. Mm. DraftKings may or may not have the over under on when this gets signed. That'd be hilarious. I don't. I, I don't think the DraftKings has this. I, don't have that. I, don't, I haven't checked. But if DraftKings, if you went to the baseball section I'll on the out. app, downloaded it, downloaded it, use promo code JohnBoy, downloaded the DraftKings app, and the baseball section was just, will the season start on time? Over under, <laughs> whatever, just yes or no. The only bet on DraftKings. They should do that. Can they not legally do that? Probably not. Well, they should do that. And if you wanted to bet on it, you could. You could also, you can also bet five dollars on the Bengals or the Rams mm. to win Super Bowl Fifty Six, and you get fifty six to one odds, two hundred and eighty in free bets if you get it right. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. Jake and I did a little battle royale last night mm. on the live stream. They gave us five hundred dollars each. Said. Have some fun. See who comes out the victor. I believe Jake did. I fat thumbed my biggest bet at the end. Oops. Ooh. What'd you make, Jakey boy? Cautionary. Uh, eighty-five American dollars. Ooh. Whoops. Show dinner. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Get fifty-six to one odds on either team. It is uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the Super Bowl 56. 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full list of requirements and state-specific responsible gam- gaming resources. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Tennessee. Tennessee, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the TN Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. In Connecticut, call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, 467-369. If they give me that again, I'm going to minko the fuck out of it. You're going to. and I'm, if I'm going to dominate that if you're ever lonely or looking that for a, a bet dmbbd give me another chance DraftKings, at that disclaimer because i'm gonna minko it get all up in your business can i ask a question here yes do you think when we do because it's obviously coming like my DraftKings world series bet right it's gonna be a massive success right yeah Anyone that doesn't bet it yeah. is a fool because you just, everyone should at least put five bucks on it because if it hits, everybody, you win what? A million dollars probably? Yeah, right Right now at DraftKings. I, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, uh, they're going to, what odds they can give on that, a type of bet like that, but we'll make sure it's very favorable to the people. Right now at DraftKings, you can bet on uh, the winner. You can bet on league winners and you can bet on division winners as well as, Home run leader and wins leaders. Right now, the favorite, Vlad Guerrero Jr. As a home run leader? Yeah. I already have a team in my head that's like a favorite. But again, peeps, we got to go through TPPs. Like, this is not like I just make a freaking guess. I'm not one of those dudes that just put shit out there. It was an educated guess. I think the when you make your World Series prediction guess, obviously you're going to be wearing a hat that looks like a giant brain. You know what I'm talking about? I think so. Um, 
I think it's from Boy Meets World. And then it'll be like a three-hour live stream, and the first two hours and 58 minutes are going to be all just, you know, preamble. Jake yeah. will give some speeches. Mm. We will, you know, there will be a PIP shot of you the whole time, Trev. Kind of like the Manziel cam when he was in football, wherever you're going. But, you know, we'll hear from Rose. We'll hear from everyone else. It'll be kind of a pre-show. Oh, what do you think his prediction will be? I have mm. this also watching other famous speeches. Like to get Chino, pumped. Yes, to get excited. Manziel. Yeah. I have us I have us recreating a couple movie scenes as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um well, I yeah, I have it as us like recreating the decision while Trev makes his decision. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. And then there'll be kids around. Yeah. And I should the, be in New York, I think, right? Yeah. 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 I'm Girls Club. The last the last well, when did you make yours? Because you'd probably be here for opening day if you I think it was to, the night before the night before day. Opening I made day. it I made that prediction at yeah. The airport headed to you guys for opening day. Okay. Wow. So just make it here the yeah. night before opening day. And we'll do the, the three-hour live stream where the last two minutes we'll have your prediction. You just say it, and then we do like a really bad bomb uh, graphic. And then that's the end of the stream. Baseball. As long as Bill doesn't mess my flight up again. Oh. Shots fired. BTS. Um, hey, Jim, tell me if you've heard this before. Okay. One of the reasons I love podcasting is stumbling into something. Yeah. The one thing we know the owners want is expanded playoffs. Mm. Well, like us personally, no. I think that's pretty, like we know that, but that's also out there. But someone else could say the one thing I know they want, and it would be something else, maybe. The, I, would you say the biggest thing the owners want is expanded playoffs? No, I would say it's to keep the six years. Yeah, just like be the same. <laughs> well, I guess the, Run the new, something changing, something new. The biggest thing they'd want because they yeah. already have that. Yes, yes. So something out of new things, I would say that they want yes. expanded playoffs. I don't know, like determining a worth of the award that they own might be they're interested in that. Not a bad spin. Um, and the one oh. thing, one thing the players, the biggest thing the players want is to change the ARB system and hit free agency earlier. And both sides currently have kept those off the table. So maybe that's where the fireworks fly. Let's do it. Right. Week between the Super Bowl. Let's get ugly. I hope they're planning like a real announcement. Like they're like, you know what? Like. They are not. We we can do this, guys. Like we can. I know they're not. They're just not. Matt Stafford can, can dream about it. He's holding yeah, me and him. He's holding the MVP trophy. He's got tears in his eyes. He's pointing in the stands. He says, "You, you." Trevor Plouffe announces with Matt Stafford that baseball's back. I light up the fattest joint. Shout I got out. the Lombardi trophy in one hand, yep. a banger in the other hand, and this... I say baseball's back. Kershaw to the Rangers. <laughs> and everyone boos me out of the stadium. Wow. Well, and Stafford probably announces Kershaw. Uh, and I'm going to bring in my best friend from my neighborhood here because we got some good baseball news, and then he hands the mic to you, and you say, baseball's back. And he says, and I'm going to bring out my best friend. Mm. 
And he's got some news, and Kershaw's going to say, I retire, fuck this sport. <laughs> it's a good and bad look. So rich. Yeah. Um, did we have other stuff on the thing? I believe we we did. There was other stuff to talk about. Like, it's Nolan Ryan's 75th birthday. It's pretty big. Yeah. Um, Farm to Fame reports that the Dodgers have signed the first two Ugandan baseball players in MLB history. Yeah. I love this. How'd that happen? I'm super interested. Umar Mail? Is it Molly? I'm not sure. Ben Sarumkama. That's cool. Pretty cool. I am all in on like scouts like going to places that haven't been scouted before. Like I love like when they did the million dollar arm thing uh, in India. Like there's there's so many people out there. You figure, hey, we can get some talent, bring it to the sport. Let's make this the worldly game. And all throughout Europe, there's like there's just I don't know if there's enough baseball out there in in places, and it's hard to start it up. Well, there's no uh, more wars or missions, you know. Yeah, it's not an easy game to just teach. You you need kind of a lot of things and a lot of players. And maybe that's why soccer is the world sport because you just need a ball to kick around. Mm. They don't know what positions these guys play. So I, th- I think maybe they just said, yeah, yeah, you're athletic. Say the same about me. Yeah. Uh, Was there an academy or something? Like, yeah, how did this come about? They're, they're sending them to the Dodgers Academy in the DR. Which, yeah, but, man, but there's no news on how they found them or that I can find quickly. We talk about, you know, Trev, you were drafted out of high school. Uh, no big deal. And... Man, we talk about some of these young minor league guys. You know, Peter, Peter Moylan, when he came over, uh, got himself into some funny business. I, I can't imagine these guys going from Uganda to the Dominican Republic <laughs> to play baseball, which they they might not have a position. They don't know what position they play. I mean, how do you not root for these guys? Like, this is awesome, dude. Like, put yourself in their shoes a little bit. It really is. Like, you're going to uh, this crazy new experience in a crazy new place. And how old are they? They can't be. They, they got to be young, I'm assuming. Yeah, I would guess they're like 16, 17. It's, it's wild, man. That's. I think we should get behind these guys big time. Get some jerseys. Uganda is number 43 in the world baseball rankings. So there's got to be some academies there, obviously. They're playing some ball down in Uganda. I don't. Why does no article give that information? I just read three, and it seems like that should be something that you read. Like they saw them play here, and that's why they got signed. And I just, you know, what's can't find. What's interesting about this is you kind of got to flip it. Like when I I played a team USA, we went to Germany, went to Italy, and you kind of see these like baseball operations that are going on in these countries. And baseball is not like a very popular sport in Italy or in uh, Germany, but you know, there's some people that like it. And um, there's some leagues out there, like, especially in Italy, there's like an Italian baseball league. I'm trying to think like in the States, like what would that, what sport, like what? What would equate to that in the states? Is that like a lacrosse? 
Mm. Is it something like more obscure than that? Interesting. Okay. I found all the info. Both Sarakuma, a right-handed pitcher, and male or male, a catcher, have been in baseball since 2012, previously represented Uganda national team in 2019 for the East African qualifiers in Kenya, as well as RBI International Tournament in Vero Beach, Florida. So they've played baseball in the oh, U.S. already. Their coach, who also got signed by the Dodgers to kind of be their Sherpa, uh, will coach at the L.A. Dodgers Academy. He previously represented Uganda at the 2015 Little League World Series in Williamsport. Mm. Awesome. Glad that that article had all the information I was looking for. That's cool. What's the article? Give him a shout out. The Sports Nation. Huge. And the writer was... Forgive my bad pronunciation. Kataka Abel. Awe Awe Ensanga. I feel like you nailed that. Yeah. Of course I did. The chat is saying like equating it to rugby, which I could see. But rugby's kind of played everywhere now. Intramural rugby. Well, yeah, I think people that play rugby are fucking nuts, dude. Seven's got popular, right? Bino. I'm seeing some Binos in the chat. I think that's comparable. <laughs> um, cool. Congrats to them. It's huge. Hopefully baseball gets unlocked out. They got a 10K signing bonus. Wow. I'm Roman ready for these, these yeah. boys to make it. I hope they are. They that's- probably don't need it. They don't they fall. Don't they don't fall in the eight. Right they, there. they don't. They're young. I'm Roman ready for They're these boys to make it. Is what Jake said. Nice, young, healthy dicks. With ED treatments, you can have the self assurance that comes from knowing you've prepared yourself for the moment when the moment comes. Pick up your phone or laptop and complete a free online visit with a U.S. licensed healthcare professional. Roman offers five prescription treatments including the brand and generic version of the most common ED medications. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Talkin and complete an online visit. That's GetRoman.com slash Talkin. All right? I had a dream that might be relatable to this a little bit. I dreamed I came up to the plate, bases loaded. Yeah. And I looked. I look at my bat. Mm-hmm. And it was just a limp pool noodle. Mm. And I just wasn't confident. Mm-mm. I got out. Mm. And then I came up later in the game and I said, I don't want a limp pool noodle. Mm-hmm. I want a firm piece of wood to drive one. Yep. And then what happened? Woke up. Oh. Woke up on the couch. Noodle on your lap. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's that. Go a- get Roman. You need that for any situation. Even like if you go to an Italian spot that's really known for their pasta, they're not mm. serving that all f- like floppy, like al dente is the way you want mm. it. Like a little mm. hard there, right? Tough. It's bottom line. Next week, if we don't get an update, let's do a draft or another interview or something because I'm depressed. Mm. Can the chat tell us, tell us someone you want us to interview? Let me put my contacts to work. My gosh, I need to be I need to be worked here. The chat can get us interviews if they want. All they need to do is just go comment on someone's Instagram, go on talking baseball. 
Anyone will come on our show. I mean, just the chat should, they should agree. Yeah. Why wouldn't they come on here? Just bullshitting around. Longo yeah. got some love. Thanks, guys. We're the greatest baseball show ever created. The original Home Run Derby show was pretty cool for its time. Jackie Robinson just hitting homers and sitting down at the desk. Who is it? Mel Allen doing play by play? I don't know. That was a good show, though. Okay. Top baseball shows ever is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Rock Us. and Jock Celebrity uh, Softball was good. Shoot. The Celebrity All-Star Game uh, Softball All-Star Game used to be good. I think I graduated out of that. You've never seen me more interested for, like, five minutes than the start of the Celebrity Softball Game. Yes. And then it's like... Well, they've oh. completely lost me now. But when Kenny Main used to be mic'd up, it was hilarious. Kenny Mainski. Yeah. He's a free agent. Yeah. Should we try to get Shohei? Just made the cover. MLB the show. I'm still working on my Japanese. Wanted yeah, to interview him to, properly. He'd bring an interpreter. Or he'd have one, I believe. We'd have the interpreter. Get Trout. What's he doing right now? Dude, I'm uh, I'm flipping trout. the script on the trout and the weather thing. I know you don't like it. What are you talking about? You you don't like how much MLB promotes he likes the weather. I don't like MLB, MLB taking their generational superstar and saying, let's market the fact he likes the weather. I think that's I love that Mike Trout loves the weather. I think it's the only thing he tells about himself. That clip of him calling in to the what the weather. Oh man. Like, I love being out in the elements, so I we're the same. I always talk about that. If there's a blizzard or, or a rainstorm, I always like going outside and being, like, in it. But I'm not calling the fucking cable weather Because you don't love the weather. I know. I don't like the I don't yeah, like the, I've don't never really paid, love the I've weather. never paid for the Dark Skies app. I just, I like being in oh the weather. Oh, my gosh. I have Dark Sky. Of course you do. It's a baseball player's, every baseball player's app. That's their number Show. one. Do you know who also really loves the weather? Another generational talent, Joe Mauer. Absolutely. Uh, I, all right. So sometimes I think about if we were to interview someone in any part of my life, like if it's a musician or whatever, I'm like, oh, if I interviewed them, I just start taking notes on my phone um, of what I'd ask. And uh, so I started thinking about trout and I want to know what pitches perform best in what weather. That's a question I want to ask him. Like what, does, what? does he have does he have like oh we're facing a sinker baller today and the humidity's at eighty percent we're so, fucked so muggy today yeah like does he have combinations of like you know air quality is X uh, and we're facing Verlander so you know he's in trouble you know from what I know about trout it's more like sea ball hit ball. Mm. Yeah, well, you don't the know, but ever. you've never asked about the weather. You've never asked, you never asked about Maybe that's the only thing he thinks about. It's in my the barometric note. pressure. It's in my notepad. How it affects now. the. I throw yeah, out okay. a pitcher. He tells me the best weather to face that pitcher. You know? So. Okay. Let's get Trout on here. Joe Maurer and you Trout. Want, is that time. the consensus answer? We want Trout. He so lives in New Jersey. Sometimes. All right, I'll do it. Has he ever been interviewed? Like, I don't think I've ever seen Mike Trout be interviewed. Uh, he didn't even get interviewed. He called in. No, they did it at, like, the All-Star game. They were like, oh, and there's weather, so we're going to Mike Trout. Yes. All right. Look, this is this is how you get Mike Trout. You okay. tell him. I wrote gosh, down another the, question in my notebook. How to catch a trout. What's the... 
it's not an icy machine. What's is it? Slurpee. Not Slurpee. He likes like hush puppy. Is that a thing? Mm. Isn't that like a food? I told you guys this. He he bought it for the Slurpee. He bought it for a locker room. I think it's all the same. Slushy. Yeah, some kind of slushy. Love slushies. We just got to offer him some slushies. I do. Love no one's. No one has done that to him. So that's why he doesn't do interviews. If you get the guy some slushies, slush puppy. Yeah. Mm. The story is that in Detroit's locker room, they have a slush puppy machine. He loved it so much that I think he bought one for himself. And that just is hilarious that the best baseball player ever possibly just loves slush puppies. Slush puppies and weather. It's a big Wawa fan. And a huge loss for slush puppy not to like do some sort of endorsement with this guy. Like, I don't think there's doing here. Is there a puppy on the end of it? Slush puppy's doing just fine. <laughs> Isn't it just slushy? I'm a major owner in slush puppy. I would love I would love to like find out that you're a huge owner of slush puppy my, corporation. My dad is actually slush dog. And I'm slush puppy. Oh my god, if we go and invest in slush puppy, we basically own Mike Trout and all his decision making. Founded in 1970, Slush Puppy, the original non-carbureted frozen beverage. <laughs> <laughs> the original? Yeah. Dude, the slush puppy mascot looks just like me. Hey, how much is a slush puppy machine, do you think? Because if we get one installed here, it ups our chance of having trout come in, right? Just tag them. Say, we're ready, you. Can we make a slush puppy trout t-shirt? All right, I found one for uh, 1100 How much? $1,100. Well. You're like Zuckerberg, so to you, it's nothing. Well, dude, we'll just get it sponsored by Slush, Slush Puppy. Slush Puppy with uh, 3,700 followers on Instagram. <laughs> Jake, how is Jimmy's moat doing? Are you taking care of it? I'll be honest with you. I've been doing a shit job. <laughs> yeah, I fell in it yesterday. I've been doing a shit job. My dog got loose. Luckily, the moat saved her, but now we're at the ER. It was actually, it was one of those. all your fault, Jake. It, no, it was one of those good things. If the moat was well-maintained, dog would die. Um, oh, because the alligator. I haven't filled there. it with water. So it's just kind of, it's a hill. It's snow. Well, that would be the opposite of a hill. It's a river, inverted hill. It's a moat. It's still a hill. It's just going down. I think it's a ditch. Downward hill. A ditch. I'm going to get my trout on for us. Do How it. do you think you get out of the moat? Tell him that we got a slushy machine Go coming. Up the hill. And then if he if that if that if he says yes after that, we'll expedite and actually order one. Or just like You want him in office? Yeah. When when That's do we get tougher, guys. when do we get some fucking twins legends up in here? I thought you, you had want? juice. That was I mean, when we did interviews during COVID, it was just all twins, right? It was all ex- who do you team. want? I my Rolodex is fat right now. I'm, I'm told you. I'm you know what? W. Some some players in the league listen to the show. If they're still list, if you're a player yeah. that's still listening at this point in the show, come on, what the fuck? Should we well, do? We, to be honest with you, James, we kind of went away from interviews, and people knew that. Should we but do? Now, I know. Should we do players only voicemails, and we yes. can just have anyone? Like have Gibby call in, have Dozier call in, Tory Big Game Hunter, only ex twins. Yeah, no. <laughs> X twins voicemail episode. I think I'm gonna open up to the league. Okay, that's fine. 
I've been talked out of it. Yeah. Okay. As long as we keep wow. promoting slush puppy. Wait, that's how oh my gosh, guys. We, we have to talk about it next time, but there was a trade the Mariners did pre-lockout. How? Yeah, we'll talk about it. Have him call in. You knew that Wednesday. Have Adam Frazier call in with J.P. Crawford. J.P. Crawford, by the way, a beautiful honeymoon. Like, the guy is, he's ready for some ball. Shout out J.P. Crawford. I love that guy. I have, uh, you know, I'm logistically thinking through the MLB voicemail episode, mm. and we tweet out and say, oh, only MLB players allowed right. to call in, and then BBD has to sort through that. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't going to mention it and give people any ideas. Yeah. But. Why don't we get a second voicemail line, okay? That's secret. Trevor has it. And we say, any MLB players want to call in, DM Trev. He's got a secret number for you. Because if we did an MLB voicemail episode, I think people would like it, and I think we could actually we do We could it. get enough guys. Yeah. We would just need to give them a topic. Yeah. Like, who are you rooting for? MLB, MLB PA. Mm. <laughs> what would those guys say? <laughs> Let us know. Man, David in the chat just said Burt Plylevin. I think that would be... You guys know Bert. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Via yeah, flames a episode. out of his own ass. That's true. That's true. Oops. Ugh. Oopsies. Jake, why do you look like that? I don't I just Jealousy does not look good on you, Trevor. We'll work on I'll it. Be honest. We'll work on it. A I think that's it, right? That's all. We got the MLB voicemail up coming yeah. uh, soon, so stay tuned for that. And uh, Trev's going to work on it with a secret new voicemail line. Um, and then, I don't know, maybe we'll do a draft or like some baseball movie. I want to do a baseball movie draft. Jake's never seen a movie in his life. Zero films. He's too dumb. That's what they say, yeah. <laughs> when you say it like that. Too dumb to watch <laughs> movies is a special kind of dumb. I watched Star Wars over the weekend. Ah, uh, parts of it. No. You don't want to. <laughs> Never mind. What was that, Trev? Say what you want to say. Say what you want to say. I want to do our. <laughs> Remember, we were going to profile the owners. Yeah. Yeah. Each and every ownership group. That one got shut down pretty quick. Yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Still be fun to do. Good watch. I'll crack that jaw again. Got it. I did it again. I got it. All right, that's it. That's the end of the episode. Uh, if you're an MLB player, reach out to Trev. reach out to Trev for our secret new voicemail line that you can call in on. Should I start turning my face this way? I feel like I look good that way. Uh, no. Do the other way. Do the other way. Do the other way. Oh, it's better the but other way. But do your eyes like look? Now do the other way. Jake sucks. Wow, Trev with the hat swipe. <laughs>